Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! This is the Game Managers Podcast. The Internet's one and only sports podcast. Breaking down college football's biggest games, latest news, and greatest moments. Are you ready? Because it starts right now. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome back, Justin and Aaron. My name is Nick Norris. It's good to be here, and with me, as always, is Auburn fan Justin Knight. Uh, hey, guys. And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. What's, what's, what's up? It's been a while, Oops. guys. Uh, but today, we're going to talk about Alabama struggling to beat LSU on Saturday, Auburn's disappointing loss to Texas A&M, Florida's Dan Mullen problem, if there is one, and how to fix it, maybe. Michigan State going down to Purdue, Cincinnati's slow grind toward the top four in the college football playoff, and much more, including Aaron. You're going to like this. Some listener love advice. Oh, and yes. A few of the week's weirdest articles in the Miss Manager segment at the end. But first, let's catch up. It's been a while. I've missed this show, Aaron. Justin, what have you missed about it? Um, <laughs> uh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, you kind of put me on the spot here. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's it's what this is. Uh, well, um, <laughs> Aaron, you go first, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. You know. yeah. You, you know. know, I just Aaron, I missed so about, much. How about you name your favorite listener? I know you have to know at least one <laughs> listener by name. Why don't you name your favorite listener and uh, what you missed about them personally? Oh crap! Um, <laughs> so I think we. Uh, it starts with a D, um, and I think it's the only <laughs> guy that ever actually emailed us, or at least that we responded to, and that's where when we got the original love advice. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. I don't guy. remember his name. Yeah, I remember Manny. So Manny used to call guy, in all the time. Manny, Manny did used to call in, but yeah. I like love advice more because I'm better at it, you know? Someone said well, the best. I don't like and to brag, but I, I am go an ordained. David. Nope. Daniel. No. Uh, Dan- Daniel sounds good. Daniel sounds good? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to go with that guy. That guy um, named Daniel. And we're going to rename him Daniel even if he's not named Daniel. So that dude, mm. shout out. Great. Great. Yep. Well, Aaron, what have you been up to in your life recently? What you, What have you been doing? Wait, these people haven't seen us since January of 2021, 2020, 2021, I think. ever seen wow. us, so, um, yeah. Great. Justin, what have you been up to? <laughs> you got married. That's a big thing. Oh, yeah, hey, I got married, um, got a house, so, uh, yeah. been pretty oh, busy. With, uh, yeah, I know. With the big old fat loser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You just brought up uh, how big of a loser I am. So, <laughs> well, before um, we uh, get into, oh no, that's okay. Just go ahead and cut me off too. So make me feel like more of a loser. That's fine. Well, you, um, you're just really being down on yourself. I didn't want to bum everyone listening out just yet. So. Yeah, and Auburn, Auburn sucked yesterday too. So it's uh, <laughs> it's great, you know. It's great. Well, guys, I don't know and, if you know what else 
if you remember one thing from this show that's great, but one segment that almost always disappointed. No, almost never disappointed. <laughs> Twitter news. Aaron, uh, would you like to present I, us with some Twitter news? Theme song. I, I feel like that was, oh, yeah, theme song. Twitter news. Playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. Anyways. Okay, now you, now you can go. The theme song's uh, I, over. I, I, hey, why don't you just let me read out my dang tweets? Okay? Yeah, let the, okay. let the man breathe. Hmm. Aaron Shuttles said Alabama had more penalties, nine, than rushing yards, six. Alabama had six rushing yards. Yep, that's really? pretty terrible. Yeah, it's um, not ideal, is it? I didn't I know y'all only had it? six. Ru- no, y'all had more rushing yards than that. I don't think that was no, at the end of the that game. No, was the final. Six rushing yards oh, what? for the team. Yeah. How is that possible? Well, that's terrible. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's really bad. Wow. Yep. yep. We'll get into that more in a bit, but yeah. Chase Ingram on Twitter said nine TDs in nine games is good, right? Bo Nix has failed to throw a touchdown in four games this season. It's Mm. his third year. No more excuses. Yeah, I'll talk about that later. I'm tired of the excuses that I keep seeing and hearing. I think Bo now, might be a dark horse for the Heisman next year. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, think he's, I think he's a hey, dark he, horse for getting benched next week. But uh, <laughs> He's that, having fun. He's, yeah, he's having fun. On it, but he has put guys into positions more than nine times to make touchdowns. His receivers are not helping him, nor his offensive line. No, so I will I give mean, him that. Yeah, we want to say that. I mean, his O-line has been pretty they – they'd only given up nine sacks going into that game. They'd been okay. They didn't play great yesterday, but I'll get more into it. I'm just too many excuses for him. Right. We'll get into it more in a little bit. In the uh, Robbie Falk, in their last eleven games, Dan Mullen is four and seven, and Mike Leach is seven and four. Mm. It's rough. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into Dan Mullen here in a bit. See if we think he's worth the buyout, or if he should stick around, or clear house with the staff we're going to talk about that toward the end of the show but thank you Aaron for another great Twitter news segment great job no problem mm. thanks thank you thank mm-hmm. you very much alright well let's get into this Alabama game first um, this was not a good game for Alabama in fact I don't think they really deserved to win it but uh, they did Ed Orgeron sort of said the same thing after the game LSU's coach for the time being uh and Saban probably feels the same way since he's kind of a perfectionist although he's been uh, a bit positive this year I think he realizes this isn't a great team so he's kind of cutting them some slack um luckily the defense kind of came alive to protect that 20 to 14 final score and made up for what the defense I mean for what the offense couldn't but Aaron what kind of was your takeaway of this game I thought we sucked (laughs) um yeah we couldn't run the ball um, our line is terrible when no one else is in their right position. Um, and Bryce Young cannot handle pressure, so that is not a good mix. 
Hey, yeah. hey, he can handle pressure better than Bo Nix, so. <laughs> I think that, I don't think any of us are, are, are arguing that Bryce Young is not a like a, an amazing athlete. He, he certainly is. You get to Alabama to play quarterback, you are. Um, and I think that a lot of this win is owed to him and the defense. But, yeah, he there are some valid criticisms, like that he struggles under pressure. I think that's. That's true. I guess that's something that, you know, he's a sophomore. It's his first year. Maybe he'll grow out of. Um, but, yeah, that is kind of tough to see, especially when you have an offensive line that's been as weak as Alabama's has uh, so far. And since what's-his-face got hurt and all the lines shuffled again, and that's part of the reason we were so bad. But, yeah, yeah. We're, we're pretty terrible. Yeah. And not to take anything away from LSU. They came to play and, and had a, they, a very yeah, strong they, effort. Yeah, but six rushing yards is yeah, uh, it's atrocious. Yeah, I mean, when's the last yeah. time, or really ever, Bama had six rushing yards against somebody? I don't know. I have no idea. I'd have, I'll try to look that up here in a second, but I, I don't even know if I can find that stat. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, especially and, the way how Robinson's yeah. been running the ball too. You know, for the yeah. majority of the season. But I mean, it didn't help because Bryce Young he got sa- I don't know how many sacks there were, but he had negative twenty-two rushing yards. So I mean, that didn't help either. Yeah, that's where a lot of the rushing yards went away is Bryce Young getting some sacks. But, I mean, still, Robertson, yards. he had 13 carries for 18 yards. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Um, my question, I guess, uh, for you both, but I'll start with you, Justin. Do you think Alabama is actually the number two team in the country right now? Well, I mean, when you are when you look at the top 25 and who else is in the top 25, I mean, I'd still put Alabama against – other than Georgia, anybody else, really, because, I mean, I can't think, trying to think of the last time this has been such a weak year for just really football in general. I mean, you have one team in Georgia that, I mean, at this point I think they'd be able to beat anybody, but after that it's just kind of a free-for-all. You know, Michigan State, they lost. Um who else? Someone else lost. I mean, Cincinnati, they're they're a joke being where they are. They barely beat – they shouldn't have beat Tulsa. Tulsa should have tied that game and gone in overtime. Who knows what happens. So, yeah, I think they're still number two. Um, I found the stat. The last time that Alabama had net rushing performance of six yards was in 1990. So, oh, gosh. 31 years. It's <laughs> a long time. Uh, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> uh, do you um, think? Good. Do you think that this problem is should be more attributed to the offensive line being lackluster, or maybe the pass happy play calling by Bill O'Brien? Well, that's what I was going to say before I was rudely interrupted earlier by one of you. I don't remember <laughs> who. Is that uh, the play calling is atrocious? But um, I can't fault him as much this particular game because we couldn't run the ball so there's not a whole lot you can do but when it's third and two you're supposed to be the number two team in the country and have 17 five stars uh, playing linemen for you and running back you would think you could go and run the ball for two yards on second and two um, instead of having to throw it on first down second down and then on third down even if you don't get it, you think you could line up and just be better than the people across from you and get two yards on third and two. But no, instead we have to put Slade Bolden out there and do a wildcat bullcrap 
and then he gets tackled in the backfield. So, yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, playing calling is uh, not great, but when you can't run the ball, you can't run the ball. So, yeah, I think that I think that's true. And like we said, uh, you know, Bryce Young does kind of struggle under pressure, but he completed twenty four thirty seven passes, three hundred and two yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. I mean, for a freshman, it's his first year. That's pretty good. He's, I mean, and he's still technically right now the front runner for the Heisman by a pretty good margin. Uh, with his college football is just having a down year. There's not many just great players this year. We'll get more into that. Uh, the Heisman talking a little bit more. Um, Justin, how are you feeling about Auburn's chance against this Alabama team? Giving Auburn's going to host Alabama this year, and that Alabama's under Saban has ever really beat a good Auburn team? Uh, I mean, it's... I mean, when you look at this Auburn team, defensive-wise, they've definitely come a long way since the start of the year. I mean, it felt almost like a like it was back in 2019 where defense has a phenomenal game and then offense, I mean, they couldn't get anything going. Um, it really just depends on what the offense can do because I think the defense will have a good game. I think it'll kind of be like a uh, 2017 game, which is, it'll be pretty – I think it could be low scoring, but any, if the defense can't handle Alabama that game, then you forget about it because we're not going to be able to keep up. So, it, you know how games are at Jordan-Hare. It, it all just depends on what Bo Nix does, which anytime you say that, that's a scary thing to say, what Bo Nix does. He can either look really comfortable in the pocket or the moment, or it could be like the other day, yesterday, where he just senses a little bit of pressure, and that dude just rolls out to the right. He's freaking out. Or he's running 25 yards backwards, looking like a fool, running around in circles, drops the ball, and then you know maybe they'll take it in for a touchdown. So... Well, let's, let's talk a little bo- bit more about Auburn, if you guys don't mind. So this is Brian Harson's inaugural season at Auburn. Uh, look, nobody likes to lose, but, you know, at least this week, I guess it was to a quality opponent. The problem being that it did, Auburn wasn't able to get anything going offensively no. whatsoever. Uh, but what so far, Justin, would you grade Harson's first year with the 6-3 and three Tigers so far? Uh, I'd probably say like a... B or B plus just because you know you're coming in you've got to deal with some of the recruiting that you know Gus kind of left you with didn't really leave you with great O-line down at wide receiver this year you have a lot of guys that really haven't had much playing time coming into this season Um, you know you bring in a whole new staff and if I could have said we'd be at six and three going into you know with three games left I'm I mean, I take it because um, we've had good wins over Arkansas and Ole Miss. And, heck, who knows if the offense has a completely different day. You know, you probably win that game against A&M with how the defense played. So, um, I think I kind of like his demeanor, his attitude. Um, You know, when you look at him, you think a football coach. When you look at Gus Malzahn, you think, you know, high school football. He's running some goofy trick plays. That's why he's at UCF now. So I think he'll – it just depends on how the recruiting goes these next couple of years, but I think we'll be fine with him. 
Aaron, what what have what have you seen, if anything, that you've liked or disliked from, I guess, this his change of coaching from the way Gus Malzahn was at this point last year to how I guess now Harson is? Uh, I don't know. I just really am glad I haven't seen as many uh, sweaters and glasses. Really. <laughs> there are yeah um, some visors. No, the, I mean that's. He looks like a coach out there, at least. You know, that's something Who that does? Gus? Brian Harson, uh, compared uh, to, you know, to say, Gus Melzahn. Gus looks like... No. No, no Gus <laughs> looks like a, like a stepdad on Christmas morning. That's what Gus looks like. Yeah, he looks like someone's dressing up like a parody of a coach, like for Halloween, or like a little kid for Halloween. I don't know. <laughs> like the nerdy yeah. little kid wants to be uh, a coach for Halloween. His mom makes him wear his glasses and his sweater because it's a little chilly outside. He kind of looks like who your mom's new boyfriend would be if he, if like, they met you for the first time at like an Applebee's. That's how I think you would dress. <laughs> yeah, you're like middle-aged mother that's not looking for uh, anything but financial stability. Yeah, yeah. just something <laughs> safe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Justin, you've already touched on it some, but probably the most confusing story this season out of Auburn has been Bo Nix's inability to find any sort of consistency. Some Bo weeks Nix. he's hot, some yeah. weeks he's not, like this week. This week he was 20 for 41 for 153 yeah. yards and a pick. No touchdowns, uh, rushing or passing. What... I mean, I you know, obviously not many people are happy with Bo Nix. He's had some good games through you know, throughout the season. But do you think that he should be benched again as TJ Finley, an alternative you even want to see? Or do you think stick it out with Bo? He'll probably, since he was bad oh, this week, oh, he'll yeah, probably he'll be, be good next week. He'll play the rest of the year um, because you are not you don't have anything better. Uh, TJ yeah. Finley's not going to bring anything different. And with TJ Finley, he's not mobile. The, I mean, the dude can barely move around in the pocket. And then... Real, and then the other guy, I think Sandberg, I think he's still, I don't know if he, he may have transferred. But, um, and then we have a freshman, but he's redshirted. I think, I think he has a good shot of starting next year, Demetrius Davis. That's what I was um, going to say. Does uh, Auburn have any really good young kids? I, I think, could Bo yeah. transfer at the end of the year? Uh, Bo's not going anywhere. Um, but I think there is a good well, shot. Well, he sure ain't going to sit on the bench, is he? Well, I don't. I don't think he would. No, I think he probably not. Not with his attitude, yeah. So he I think he's one of those guys that bench. if he's bench, he'll trans. If he's like starts a game bench, he'll he'll transfer. Yeah. Um. um but who knows? Yeah, I think he'll play the rest of the season. But um, yeah. My only issue is, it's just the consistency thing. I mean, yeah. you kind of feel like you got something going with how he played against Arkansas, Ole Miss. He was fine against LSU. I know a lot of people said he played pretty good. I mean, he had a couple of plays where he got lucky running 20 yards back, 20 yard backwards huh. and was able to make a play. Um, you talking about that Bo Magic, dude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, people, <laughs> I think it was the next game they played Georgia and um, one of the goofy CBS announcers, he said something so stupid. He's like, He's pulling a Johnny Manziel again. And I'm thinking, oh, golly, this guy. <laughs> Don't compare him with Johnny Manziel. Yeah, um, Johnny Manziel was consistent in college, not you know, Yeah, he not was consistent. Else, so, oh, he was consistent in the NFL, too. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah. He was. 
Right. So yeah, I mean that's my that's one of my issues with him. I think it's that, and then you can kind of tell the dude has a pretty high ego, and it feels like a lot of things that happen. It's not his fault. It's somebody else's fault. Somebody's not in the right spot. Someone's not running the right route. Um, which I understand. You know, the receivers have been on and off. It's a really whole new group compared to when you had Seth Williams, Schwartz, Eli Stove all you know last year too. Um, the O line has been fine they struggled yesterday but you know i keep seeing these excuses of you know oh well you know it's a tough road game you know play calling wasn't great blah which play calling wasn't great i it kind of confused it almost seems like sometimes the play calling it's like you know when you played ncaa football as a kid and you find that one play you really like and it works a few couple times and you keep <laughs> running it over yeah. and over and yeah, over again when you were a kid <laughs> Yeah, when you're a kid. Um, I think so. So, like, I think one of the plays was toss sweep, and he, they would run it over, and then a couple of plays, and then run it again, and then they finally blew it up for a five yard loss. So, right. you know, but I think one of my other issues, what, what I like about Bryce Young, I know y'all say about pressure, but a lot of the times I've seen anytime there's a blitz coming, the dude will stay in the pocket for as long as he can, and he'll still make a good throw. Now, yeah, with Bo Nix, throw it, but as you uh, saw the other night, there was, well, yeah, he, there were some throws he didn't make. He got make, blown but, up twice because he held yeah. the ball for too long. And that's too long. That's, just, that's probably yeah. just part that's, of maturing as a pass. Yeah. I think that's the most annoying now, uh, part about Bryce is he doesn't run when he's got 17 yards in front well, yeah, and no one around. He doesn't him. run. And so here's my issue with Nix is that instead of sit, trying to sit in the pocket for a little longer – he runs out of the pocket too quickly. He's he's the opposite of Bryce Young. He he flows yeah. out of the pocket way too quickly before the plays kind of develop. Like give it just another second. Someone's going to be open. Let somebody finish because he'll he'll kind of sense the blitz and he's out running to the right just like that. He's freaking out. And so I think you can tell anytime he gets rattled in a game, he just he shuts down. He doesn't really know what to do. And you saw that yesterday with him fumbling the ball around. Like on, there was a trick play. Who knows what would have happened on it. Bo Nix drops the ball, has to fall on it. Then the next play, he's running around. He just drops the ball, and that's how they scored their only touchdown. So uh, it's just it's his ego, consistency. Um, that's what's always bothered me. I'm just tired of all the excuses. I mean, he, he's a junior, but it seems like he's been there forever, right? I mean, it seems like the dude's been there yeah. four or five years. Here's um, the thing, though. I don't, I don't think you can bench him again. Because no, he like won't you get said, there's, again. there's nothing behind him, and they've they've already done that. Like you can only humble a person doing the same thing so many times. Yeah. Like if if it didn't motivate him then, and I think it did, but it's not going to motivate him again. I don't no. think. I think it would no. just it would just and, uh, make him and, more frustrated and make him have more mistakes. Yeah, and Harson said that. He said that at the end of the game yesterday. He said, you know, did you think about taking Nix out? And he said, no. I mean, we thought Nix would bring a spark at some point. You know, we kind of trusted him to do something. It didn't happen. And that's just kind of the thing with this guy. I mean, And we already know he doesn't play good on the road. And another point to make, him playing good against Arkansas Ole Miss, those are kind of the bottom-tier defenses in the SEC. So you kind of got to weigh it out there, too. And I will bring up, you know, against Old Miss, like the second half, we I mean we scored three points. So the struggles have started since that Old Miss second half game. 
they couldn't get any anything going then. So it's been kind of accumulating, you know, these past couple of games. So you know, it's I, I don't want to hear the excuses or he did good against these two teams. Well, those defenses aren't great. So, well, Aaron or Auburn has three games left. They've got Mississippi State. They travel to South Carolina and they host Bama. Aaron, what do you think that they're going to have to do, firstly, to beat Mike Leach and Mississippi State, who have turned out to be a pretty good team this year? Uh, South Carolina, you know, shouldn't be a, an issue if, unless you're Florida, and then they beat you like a <laughs> yeah. drum. And then Alabama, of course, will be a handful. But w- what would you say is the first thing you think you would need to see a change in for them to go out and really make a statement, I guess, against Mississippi State? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. <laughs> because I have not watched Auburn play a single game all year. <laughs> well, you've been working complete, a lot, haven't you? For complete transparency. And um, I lied, actually. I saw one half versus LSU with that bow magic, and that's why I remember oh, so That was the only thing I've seen Auburn play all year. So you say just um, do that again. <laughs> no, you shouldn't do that. You should never have to do that, and that's yeah, the problem. That's true. It's true. Um, because that was not bow magic. That was bow pulling. It's the luckiest. It was lucky. Yeah. Crap. I mean, it's Auburn. That's all. That's what happens. That's they either suck. They're really good every ten years, or they are, are just lucky. And that's they stay lucky. They're either bad, good, or they just are mainly lucky. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they need to uh, get better. That's what they need. And right. they need to... Uh, <laughs> um, good insight. Uh, yeah, I don't know. you got to do something with Nix. I'd tell him to transfer and then hire... Or not <laughs> tell hire. him to transfer. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, hey... You should transfer. Get, I think you'd be yeah. a great fit at Tennessee. Uh, why you would tell him to go in conference, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, I would, I, I would get, I'd run him, I'd run him out of there if I was Harson. I wouldn't want anything to do with him coming in and everybody's treating him like he's the greatest. Like he's the, yeah, he's the greatest. Been, yeah, his yeah. daddy played there and he's already been a starter for three years. Nah, if I'm Harson, I would uh, get on that recruiting quickly and get Nick's the heck out of there, and then uh, get somebody who can uh, just. You know, play football at a decent level. And maybe catch the ball, too. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah grab some receivers, that's, too. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I haven't, all I know is Bo Nix sucks. So, I haven't really <laughs> watched enough to see that uh, how bad or good their receivers are. Well, um, one thing that Justin needs to know from us is time for Knight Needs to Know. Okay. Knight needs to know. Probably some of the stuff you've done before, uh, I probably wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised okay. if I put ashes <laughs> in cookies and fed them to you? Yeah, because it was someday for the SEC again. That, that might make sense then. I guess just back. Yeah, I would like to know how it makes sense. Now this is looking like a bad idea. Yeah. How does it feel to be back in Night Needs to Know for the first time in nearly a year? Oh, I'm, I've missed it. I love mm. y'all's insight on everything. It just, just brings me great joy. 
Yeah. Num, num, mm-hmm. num, num, num. Yep. Mm. Love it. Okay, here we go. First question. Um, so uh, I know we brought up Dan Mullen a little bit. Uh, does he get fired this season? Um, if not, I'm guessing you know he's probably short lease next year. And if you do fire him this season, who are you getting for next season? That's a good question. Um, I'll throw out some stats real quick uh, about this, actually. So, of course, um, Florida lost humiliating fashion last night to South Carolina, 4-17. to This is a quote he said at halftime. I don't think this was televised. I think he said this to a newspaper reporter. I'm not sure. I didn't watch the halftime. But he was asked what adjustments will, adjustments will be made at halftime, and he said, and I quote, none, and walked away. Oh. So has he ju- has he just given up? Because the team's obviously given up on him. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but has well, the administration have given up on him? I don't know. I mean, I think that something's got to obviously change. They're four and five. They're fighting for bowl eligibility. Yeah, I think this the problem late in the that, season. Yeah, with Florida, they just kind of they live in the past a little. It's kind of like Texas. You know, they go back to those national championships they won back in what '06. And um, 08, oh, yeah, 07. Um, uh, and they feel no, like, you know, 08. they... It was 07 was LSU. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, Get it together. And, yeah, come on, Nick, you're killing me here. Sorry, this national championship um, game from 15 years ago slipped out of my mind from the year prior. But, yeah, they... Let's, they, I mean, let's they, name every national championship winner from the year 2000. Go. I don't want oh. to. <laughs> That'd be I don't want to. Most no, of them's Alabama. We should start with 98 or 97 <laughs> or whatever, whenever, whenever the first one was for the BCS. Well, not BCS. Most of them's Alabama. There's a chunk of them that's Florida. A couple of them LSU. That's, I actually that's think I could, I could probably do it. Yeah. I could probably do it from 2004. Okay, so Tennessee was 97, is that right? Or were they in 98? Yeah, Tennessee, I'm pretty sure, won it in 97. I, let me pull up the list. Ten- you, you go ahead. You start. I think Tennessee was 97. Florida State was 98. Crap. I don't remember 99. Let's see. Let's see. So you said 97. Um, was that Tennessee and then 98 no. was Florida State? So 97 was Michigan. It always gets me confused because the freaking years and the – National championship, and it's not done in the same year, which is stupid as crap. So let's start. Ninety eight is the start of the BCS. So let's. Okay, so that's what I'm thinking of. So that's okay. nine. So that ninety eight is Tennessee. Yep. So ninety nine would be Florida State. Yep. Two thousand is Miami. Uh there's one in between Miami. Ohio State. Oklahoma, and then Ohio State Miami. after Miami. So two thousand one Miami, two thousand two Ohio. 2002 is Ohio State? Yeah. 2003? I'm, I'm a year off on everything then. 2003 is the shared one. Oh, yeah. Was that USC and somebody? USC and LSU. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And LSU, that's who it was. Okay, and then... And then 04 was USC. USC. And then yeah. 05 was Texas, and 06 yeah. was... Ohio State, Florida, Florida, Florida. crap, Florida, and then 07 was LSU, yep, 
And then 08 was Florida, 09, mm-hmm. Alabama. Okay, and then half of the rest of their Alabama. So. Yeah, that is mostly yeah, I was about to say, it's pretty easy <laughs> well, once you get I to did, that point. Wow, I did a lot worse than I thought. You were right there. You just had a couple of them mixed up. Yeah, uh, but I think we I should all use confused this. confused about the, uh, about the uh, years. Like, uh, um, it was a year off on most of them. But get, getting back, though, to Dan Mullen, I mean, they started out in the – I mean, they didn't start out, but at – by the time they got to the Kentucky game, they had cracked the top, cracked the top ten, and then yeah. they lose to Kentucky again, who Mullen has not beat. Unless I forget that McIlwain, Muschamp, and even Ron Zook was undefeated against Georgia while at Florida. Mm. Who so, all did they have left to play? Um, I can pull it up here. Well, why? I think it probably doesn't even matter. They're going to lose every game if they lost to South Carolina. Well, that I think though that goes back the, to my answer for your actual question. If they lose out, I think he is fired. Yeah. Oh well, they play Stanford, so hopefully they beat Stanford. This is one of those years that's going. Yeah, they got Stanford, Missouri, and then Florida State. But this is one of those years that it's going to be a, a coaching carousel like we haven't seen in a few years because that's there's the going to be a lot I of. I think he will stay is just because there's USC, LSU. There's a, there's so many high-profile jobs. But this might be the year yeah. to do it because you're going to have so many high-profile jobs. But then there's going to be a lot of other coaches shuffled around because of that. I think I they, think if they got ahead of it. I think if they came out tonight and said we're firing Dan Mullen, they're at the forefront and they get to kind of get. Maybe a little bit of first dibs on somebody. Yeah, but who, who who's your first target? Who's the target out there? I mean, if it's Florida, maybe Urban Meyer. <laughs> That's what I was going to say is Urban's literally the only guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, maybe you offer him back some more money than he had before and then, you know, a gift card to all the local bars. <laughs> he might take it. Yeah. What do you yeah, think, I mean, Justin? Do I don't really fire? know. Who, I'm trying to think of who you'd go after, and I mean that's the issue. Um, yeah, because you don't want to put yourself in a bad spot by firing them, and then you're like, "Well, crap. Who do I go with next? Is it going to be somebody that I'm just going to fire in a couple of years, or is it going to be somebody I can build with?" I mean, Gus is in the state now, so you could always go. That <laughs> yeah, <way. laughs> that, that that would be weird. Um, yeah, Another, I mean, I don't really know. Uh, offensive genius. Yeah. I posed this question on Facebook earlier today. I can read out some of the, the suggestions by our, our listeners, if you don't mind. Uh, Thomas Wayne, Batman's father, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm good with <laughs> Mullen for now. Grantham, as the D coordinator, has to go. Yeah, I think we all agree there. Oh, uh, last, yeah, year we I, had the, I, yeah. last year we had the worst defense in Florida history. This year, LSU and South Carolina had record offensive games against Florida. I wouldn't wait to fire coordinators. You don't want these losers to tell recruits, come play for me, but I'm probably not going to be there. Yeah, that's true. But also, as Dan Mullen said this week, he's not. Uh, he doesn't do recruiting during the season. So. Yeah, he's a recruiting <laughs> buddy. Ooh. Uh, Thomas Steele said, I'd say we have to give Dan another year or two, but the D.C. and o- O-line coach need to be fired immediately. Um, Seth Randall DeBrule says, not yet, but Grantham as D.C. has got to go. Um, and Kelly Kent says, as an Alabama fan, I would say no, keep him for another 10 years minimum. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, if he loses, if they lose to Florida State at the end of the year, I don't know how you keep him around anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, think, I think so. he's got to win out, and then I think yeah. he's good until next he's, year. And then he's yeah. gone midseason or after next year. Well, yeah, you can tell nobody wants to play for that dude. Nobody cares. He doesn't. 
No way he goes as gracefully as that Orgeron <laughs> is going, that, though. That <laughs> depends on... Well, never mind, I won't say that. Never mind. His buyout's only $12 million. I mean, I, only $12 million. Like, we'll ever see that amount of money in our life. But comparatively to, like, Gus Malzahn getting $40 million or whatever, that's <laughs> significantly less. So, so yeah. that's... I mean, that's like three years' salary, though. Yeah. Well... I think about it. I don't know if it is, because... It could be less than two years' salary. Anyway, well, uh, I'll look it up. I'm talking about for, things. like, most likely a replacement, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you get Urban Meyer, that's a one-year salary. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way you're getting him. Uh, Justin, whatever, what other uh, questions do you have for us? Um, well, I guess I, uh, there's one more I was going to ask. It was about, um, so the college football playoff. So I guess, yeah, who y'all predicting to be the top four for this week since we had a couple of losses from teams and some not-so-good wins from some teams? What do you think it's it's going to look like? Uh, let's go through it. So the, we'll have the new polls out on Tuesday. Um, we're recording this on Sunday night, so we don't have those. But the most recent, we have um, the AP Top 25 that came out today. And the AP has Georgia number one, Cincinnati number two, Alabama three, Oklahoma four, and Oregon and Ohio State right outside. Uh, But let's find the most recent college football. Uh, Here we go. So, of course, we have. I'll probably go with that because who else are you going to put? Well, we've got Georgia for the college football playoff recently. We've got Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, Oregon. Of course, Michigan State has lost to Purdue in very embarrassing fashion, so they're dropping pretty far down, probably to number seven or eight. Yeah. Um, so I guess that slides up Oregon and Ohio State with Cincinnati at five, or do you just throw Cincinnati up? I mean, Cincinnati didn't have a good game this week, did they? But they still won. Who did Oklahoma yeah. play, and did they do good? They had a buy. Oh, okay. So I think the committee will have Georgia, number one, and I think Oklahoma will immediately shoot all the way up to two just because <laughs> just because just because Alabama struggled and they will refuse to put Cincinnati as high as they can. So uh, there's no one else that is undefeated. So they're going to put Oklahoma all the way up to two just because they can. And so it will bump Cincinnati down to three, and then number four will be Alabama. Hmm. Maybe I they'll think, put Alabama at three and Cincinnati at four. I feel like but they're going to stick to their guns. I think they're going to go Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State. I don't think they're going to budge. You don't think Oklahoma will be in the top four? They're the only they're, undefeated no, they're, team. They were at eight they, last week. Yeah. Well... I mean, that's pretty stupid. Man. I mean, they <laughs> are. Terrible. I mean, they are undefeated. I do but think they've... they will get curb stomped by whoever they play, but then, still, I, I think they'll stick to their guns. I think it'll be Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State. I, I think that they want to keep Cincinnati out of the top four just because. Man, I, I think that they've they're going to stick to that because they're not going to want to go back on it after one week. But I don't know. Could be totally wrong. I'm interested to see what they do. Well, as of right now, those top four, no matter which way you slice it and dice it, those are the four that should be the four that should be getting in if it was to end the day. 
Uh, Justin, do you have any more questions, or does that wrap up Night Needs to Know? For well, that wraps it up for this week. All right. Well, thank you for another very good segment. Uh, uh, lastly, for this episode, how about we uh, we look at the Heisman odds and see who we think it should be as of right now. I can go through some of these really quick. This is according to Vegas. Um, Bryce Young is uh, 180 point plus. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third. Michigan State is 240 plus. He was a lot closer until the the big loss Saturday. Um, so that's a he's he dropped pretty significantly. C.J. Shroud, uh, quarterback Ohio State plus 400, and then Matt Corral at Ole Miss 550, and Caleb Williams right behind him at Oklahoma at 800. Uh, Will Will Anderson got some some talking on Twitter this week, but they're not going to give it to a defensive guy. They that would never be do. awesome. That is, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. That is officially my front runner. I mean, it's the year that a def- if there was a for real defensive standout guy, he could. If you had like a honey badger this year, he'd win it. Uh, uh, oh, Theodore. <laughs> That's not his name. Um, <laughs> what's his name for uh, Oregon that was really good that got hurt at the beginning of the season? That's supposed to be uh, number yeah. one. Overall. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. If he was playing uh, and you know at a decent level, I I wholeheartedly believe he would be the front runner right now. Just what about you, that, Justin? That list you named is uh, atrocious. Yeah, yeah that's, that's there's not pre- many now, standout guys this year. I will say Kenneth Walker. I'm, if you think about, I guess the best player right now, I'd probably say him. Um, I would think he'd be my Heisman front runner. Because, I, I mean, Bryce Young had a great start, but, yeah, kind of like you said, he's kind of phased out a little bit. He's kind of had some tough games. But, yeah, I mean, other – there really hadn't been anybody that's just blown, you know, blown us all away. Um, I think Kenneth Walker probably has the best shot because they showed his side-by-side stats with Derrick Henry at this time, and he was outdoing him in rushing yards by like 100 and less carries and I think the same amount of touchdowns. So I think if he can keep on the pace, I think he has a pretty good shot of winning it. This year reminds me a lot of like the 2009 Heisman year when there was just no front runners really, and it was between kind of Ingram and um, Colt McCoy, and then Ingram just had a couple big games against Auburn and Georgia, and that kind of just sealed it. It was the last thing people remembered, so they just picked him. I feel like if somebody has a huge game like the week before they pick or two weeks before, that's who they'll go with. I yeah. think since everyone we name sucks, and they're all the skill positions, we should immediately rule them out and then move on <laughs> to linemen, since they're yeah. supposed to be for every freaking position, but they never do. <laughs> sure. And they should I'd love for a lineman to win. To a skills position. Yeah. But I'm sure there's a lineman out there that's supposed to be like second or third overall that nobody talks about because that happens every single year and they're just dominating this year. And uh, yeah, let's give it to them. Well, that sounds good to me. We'll just even pick one he, at random. Even if he was to absolutely bomb in the NFL, being the only lineman to win a Heisman or I don't know if he's oh, the yeah. only. Is he, He'd be a legend. It, yeah. Is there one other one that won? No, there's one other one from Ohio State they said should have won it or something like that, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. To be a Heisman winner as a lineman, even if he was terrible in the NFL, NFL, his life would be made from then on. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, it is time for a fan favorite, Miss Manager segment. Are you guys ready? Y'all. Theme I'm song. Ready. 
And now it is time for mismanagers. The headline of this article by Mashable is, Oh no, construction workers find a bunch of teeth inside a wall. Oh my gosh, that's horrifying. Wait, what? Student says she gave cookies containing grandfather's ashes to classmates. Why would you ever tell someone that? Angry Seal helps Australian police bust drug smuggling rings. Mm, what a catchy new theme song I made. I'm sure you guys didn't hear it because I edited it in. But you loved it, didn't you, anyway? I don't uh, think I've ever heard it before, actually. Sure. So, hmm. I appreciate well, this, you sharing with that with us. Yeah, anytime. I mean, you can always... The, the episodes are free, Aaron. I don't know if anybody told you that. You can you can listen to them if you want to. Where at? Um, www.podcasts.com, I think. And if you just scroll, eventually you'll just you'll just find find our show on there i think that, I think that's that, how you're that was to supposed it. to be an open opportunity for you to actually plug the show but, aaron uh, if I they're listening that, to the show yeah, they found it didn't they that's that's what i was uh, getting at if you let me finish i was hoping you would do that so then i could say you're an idiot but it kind of backfired altogether <laughs> this story comes from fox news colorado man sets mom's home ablaze trying to clear cobwebs with a blowtorch Oh my gosh! What? Do thing? I need to read that? I think just the headline describes it. Uh, John Charles Streckenbach, thirty-nine, was arrested on suspicions of first-degree arson, criminal mischief, causing twenty thousand dollars to a hundred thousand in damages, possession of a controlled substance, and violation of a protection order. He was apparently nice. trying to clear cobwebs from uh, his mother's house in the crawl space under the house. I believe him. Makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, the next story also comes from Fox News. Colorado hiker lost for 24 hours, ignored rescuers' calls because hiker didn't recognize the number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, he's a smart man. You know what? I don't like answering calls I don't recognize, but if I'm lost in the forest for a day, I might pick up the phone or call somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe I call mean, somebody. Maybe not even the first couple couple phone calls but i mean i'd imagine they called him probably 30 times and he was just like huh yeah it says they'd telemarketer for really trying to get it in touch with me (laughs) said it was repeated phone phone calls that's that's pretty funny glad he survived good on him uh and my last story natural selection is uh should have taken place there (laughs) my last story uh harkens back Aaron and Justin to our first episode. We're bringing back Teeth Talk this week. And this one is uh, it's a doozy. This comes from Fox 32 Chicago. Woman breaks into dentist's office, pulls 13 teeth from patient. From one patient? <laughs> Deputies oh. allege that Laurel Ike, who is not a dentist, broke into a dental office where she claims she had formerly worked. Uh, she allegedly stole 22000 nearly 23000 in cash and checks during the May 3rd break-in. Uh, meanwhile, the tooth extraction occurred on a different date, uh, she told detectives. She also admitted to using anesthetic disposed of by the office. She was arrested Wednesday, charged with two counts of burglary and one each of grand larceny conspiracy to commit burglary and perform surgery on another without a medical license. Oh my gosh. Uh, they did not say they did. What? They did not determine how um, 
They found her to be a person of interest, but they said that she admitted to multiple people, including deputies, that she had performed the medical procedure. Um, yeah, so she went in while people were unconscious. So this didn't happen the same day? That no, she, she went in once. She stole $20,000. She went in again. Somebody was laying there unconscious. She yanked 13 teeth out of their mouth. Wasn't supposed to. They wasn't getting those how, teeth how removed. Does the, how does the dentist office just have twenty three grand laying around? Teeth stuff's expensive. Teeth stuff's pretty expensive. Yeah, but people yeah, that's walk still, into that's a lot cash. of money. Yeah. What I want to know is how she was able to just walk in the back and yank out 13 teeth before somebody said, hey, Most people stop. can't afford to do any of that without insurance because it costs so much. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, and most people pay copay. I mean, if they have decent insurance, what? I don't know. You know, it's going to be under 50 bucks and then... So even if they pay that with cash, which they're most likely not, most people are going to pay with card. Adding yeah. that all up to twenty grand—that's uh, a lot more imagine, than a dentist office should have on hand. Can you imagine being the person waking up? And there's two ways you can imagine this. You can imagine being the person waking up and not having thirteen th- or not having thirteen teeth that you had a minute ago. Or you can be the dentist who has to explain to that person why they don't have 13 teeth. Golly, that's awful, man. There's got to be a lawsuit somewhere in there. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. My gosh. So it is confirmed that it's one person that's missing. So uh, we we, uh, we were able to uh, fill in your cavity, but um, I had to take a bathroom (laughs) break. You're missing 13 teeth. And uh, a crazy woman came here and, and yanked out 13 of your teeth. We're... We're going to cover that charge, uh, but... <laughs> I, I just don't understand how this... Like, I, just... How? Yeah, I don't so, know. So, like, they're open, all right? So, he has a patient. Yeah. They, they have patients. Unconscious. So, they're open. Yes. So, where's the actual dentist? Because... <laughs> he's in the either back, this patient know. was um, already asleep. Yeah. And she just went in there and just started yanking, or which means the dentist would have had to have been taking a really long dump or something. I don't know, yeah. but long enough for her to pull thirteen teeth. That's a or lot of teeth. Even worse, he's just completely lost in a different country, and this patient is just gonna wait for forever because then she would have had enough time to put him to sleep, like persuading that she was the real doctor. Put him to sleep and then get to yanking. So uh, either way, um, not ideal. Yeah, I mean that dentist, whoever the actual dentist is, they deserve that lawsuit they're gonna get because. Oh yeah. That should not happen. <laughs> well, Aaron, if you'll shut up for once in your life, if you'll stop stop yapping your trap. We can get on to listener love advice. You ready for this? So, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, so this comes this comes from Brian. Not to talk unless there's just something that really interests me. And then when I do, I'm told to shut my trap. <laughs> this comes from Brian. Hey guys, glad the show is back. Looking forward to the new episode. So here's some free content on the show. My girlfriend gets mad whenever she sees girls on my Instagram. I don't like pictures of girls unless they were friends, yet she gets upset when they appear on my phone. Uh, is this normal? We have been dating for two months, by the way, so a little concerned. Thanks, Brian. Mm. Yeah, if if it's uh, two months and she's Brian, already doing this. Brian yeah. is my new favorite 
uh, listener that you asked Great. me at the beginning. Yep, that's you, Brian. Um, this solely depends on your age, Brian. So I <laughs> really. <laughs> well, Aaron, since since I am an ordained minister, I don't know if you know that about me. I don't I don't like to brag, but I am very accomplished, young man, for my age. Wouldn't you say so, Aaron? You did it in an hour. <laughs> In a Listen. college class, you should have been listening to, and you've officiating your friend's wedding that took like thirty seconds, and I guess they were brain dead because they let you do it. So, yeah. well, like this I said, I'm, I'm, real, I'm an ordained minister. I'm very accomplished, idiot. Aaron. I don't like to brag. I don't. I don't want to rub it in. But I'm. I'm very accomplished, obviously. Anyone so I, I think can do that. You just have to pay I, somebody online thirty dollars, and they'll give you a form that says you are. Aaron, as an ordained minister, I think I am the most qualified to answer this question. Uh-huh, right, go so, for it. So I say, uh, I, he asked if it's normal. I, I'd say it's probably normal, but it's not healthy, is it? I'd no. say it solely depends on your age. Yeah. I hear this from people a, a lot, though. If you were in high like, school, it is 100% normal, and it's not going to last, so it doesn't matter anyways. <laughs> if you were out of high school, yeah. hey, I'm I'm just here to be real, okay? Yeah. Y'all yeah. ask for my advice. I'm, I'm okay, but what if Brian is 55? Then you have bigger issues. <laughs> <laughs> A lot bigger issues. Stop listening to this show and go make money to feed your grandchildren. They're starving. And get off of TikTok or whatever you're on. Um, if you're not 55 though, and you're like, I don't know, uh, 20 to 30, uh, I mean, that might be normal to, for her to make a comment about it, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, pretty, pretty big red flag if you're only uh, two months in there, bucko. Well, Justin, you're a yeah. married man. What, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, it just depends. I mean, if you're following all these accounts with, I mean, probably stuff that, I don't know, probably shouldn't be following, that maybe your girl's like, hey, why well, you got half-naked women on your feet there? Yeah, maybe. so what Justin is saying is it depends solely on uh, what the, the content. content actually is. What the is. content is, yeah. Now, if it's just popping if up, because, just you know... If friends, she's just jealous, and that is a red yeah. flag if you yeah. got... Uh, people uh, twerking that's uh, uh, she's probably just yeah it's a little different so. yeah um, yeah it just depends on the content you're following and then you know if you if don't it's... know them if you don't know them then she is justified if you know them and she is mad she is just jealous and that's a red flag yeah um, I think Brian that um, you should Leave her? No. <laughs> Maybe. It depends yeah, on your also, age. Too, it does depend I on mean, your age. Yeah. This you is know, what I like know, about Instagram these, is. is I don't want to be in just a normal old love advice where we give you <laughs> 15 seconds of just bullcrap. It depends <laughs> on this, it depends on that. Because we're different, Brian. So you're going to... That's right. We need to, give him, we need to give him a sign. We need to give him an answer. We're, we're going to need you to... Email us again with a much more detailed, now that you know all of our questions, and then we can help you out further. And that's yeah. why we're I'm gonna say yeah. this. I'm going to say this. Brian, if you're a high schooler, 
that's probably just going to happen. If you're 20 to 30, break up with her. If you're above that, that's that's more of a reason probably to break up. Is that fair? Uh, once yeah, again, I think that's fair. That's pretty much yeah. Nick just reiterated everything me and Justin said, so I appreciate that, you freaking idiot. <laughs> and, I was um, trying to get us all on the same page. And uh, well, yeah, I think we were all on the same page to begin with, but it is still yeah, conditional so. on the type of content and whether you know them or not. But here's yeah. what we'll do, Brian. You break up with her this week or don't break up with her this week. We want a one-week update. So let us know. Send it in by Saturday so we can read it Sunday. And let us know what has happened or did not happen. And what your plan is or what you've already done. And, and how then we old give are update. you? And how old you are. And mm. some more details. If you're yeah, not just like 18, what she says. Don't yeah. reply to us. <laughs> Under any Guys, shape, form, or fashion, just just forget we exist and delete us. Well, guys, I think that wraps up the show. Uh, Justin, you want to bring us home this episode? All right. Well, hey, thank y'all so much for listening to yeah. this episode. We're back, baby. Um, mm. Really appreciate y'all because you know it's tough listening to a couple of these idiots. I understand. Mm. So, thank you for making it through. 55 minutes in, I'm going to try to make this quick, so let me go ahead and tell you what you need to do. It's pretty simple, okay? <laughs> so, here's what we need to do right here. So, you need to like and subscribe. Pretty simple. You can uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at TGM Pod. You'll find it. Go ahead and like it. And so, you can get updates. We'll tell you when the episode's coming out. Blah, blah, blah. Just make sure you like it so you can see what's going on, okay? Um, and then... We also have shirts. We have shirts. Look, it's been a while since we've done some advertising on these shirts, but my gosh, you better get these shirts. Because mm, like how I've soft said are before they, in the past, they you had to compare them to soft. something. It's like imagine, to... imagine it's the purest of silk, and mm. you get to have that. Wearing that, you could sleep in it sometimes if you want. Imagine the purest form of silk. <laughs> But so it's just straight silk. spider web. <laughs> it's just made out of spider webs. Yeah, just out of spider web. Yeah. They just like it. <laughs> it's the best t-shirt you'll find out there. Not mm. only does it feel good, but it looks good. Mm. So you can wear it. You'll get compliments. And not only will you feel good about yourself, you'll feel good in it. Okay? So go ahead and go. Here's a website for you. Let me. Uh, I think it's T Republic, if I'm correct. T Public. T Public. Yeah, it's just T E E Public. Com. Yeah. Go ahead and go there and get yourself some great gear. Mm-hmm. And then maybe at some point, we can come out with a hat too. Ooh. So you know, just that would you know, be nice. nice, nice little hat so you can show off to your friends what podcast you listen to. They mm. may call you a loser. But you know, on the inside, you're a pretty cool dude. And so, you supported us, and we appreciate that. And you that, support us, yeah. Yeah. So, and Aaron will remember you by name, won't you, Aaron? Yep. What was the listener, Aaron, love listener guy's name? Can you remember Brian. yet? Brian. Hey, there see? He never hey, forgets. He's like an elephant. Aaron, is, yeah, he's a stand up guy. You know, <laughs> you need to get him as a friend. Can we go guy? back and figure out uh, what the other dude's name was and see if I was I'll, even remotely close? Yeah, let me go through the emails. Uh, okay, so hey, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. Um, send us in your emails. Anybody else with some uh, love advice, we got you. We got great advice, okay? So Brian, yeah, give us an update. But uh, Nick and Aaron, 
say your goodbyes. Uh, really quickly, we had Gus Malzahn. Somebody went by the name Gus Malzahn, asked for lis- listener advice. And there was a Daniel. So we were right. It was Daniel. Ha-ha. Hey. Ha-ha. Nice. Hey, I well, helped you out with that. I said I go with that. Daniel, so. Yeah. As, a, as, a very, as a very successful young man, as an ordained minister, I just want to say thank you for listening, and we'll, we'll see you around. And I just want to say, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, freaking Daniel, yeah, hey. dude. Yeah. That was only like a year and a half ago, so the fact, and, and that was like one episode, so the fact I remembered that um, makes me the best Wait again, on here. You're so. a great guy. Yep. Mm. Yeah, screw all of you. Uh, Bye, Daniel. Bye, everyone else. Hey, even though we lost, we're equal anyways. Mm. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hike! Thank you for listening to the Game Managers Podcast. Please remember to like and subscribe. Goodbye. Adios. And sayonara. Sayonara.